Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Dave. And join us every Thursday for a new episode of Two Player Bros, a podcast about two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and Dave as we talk about the latest in Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and VR news, previews, and reviews. We have it all, and we play it all. And join us every other week for Post Game, where we play through and dive deep into our favorite modern classics and new releases. That's Two Player Bros, available every Thursday, wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Another season of Forgotten Horror has come to an end, but as Field paraphrases Al Pacino from Send of a Woman, We're just getting warmed up! Spend the next few months with Forgotten Cinema as Season 7 kicks off with movies from all across the decades. We jump to the 70s to talk about the front page starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. We dive into the 80s with Michael Mann's Thief and the Dennis Quaid Meg Ryan thriller DOA. And then slice into Butler's childhood years the 90s with The Last Samurai and The Negotiator. That's right, Field. You're old. So very, very old. Shut up, Butler. Forgotten Cinema, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike Field. And I'm Pat Whalen. Pat is a lifelong comic book geek. And Mike is a filmmaker and storyteller. So naturally, a bulk of our conversations surround the world of the Marvel movies. Some consider the MCU one of the greatest achievements in modern day filmmaking. And others just think they're comic book movies. Each episode, we'll tackle one film and discuss the differences between the comic book and what's on screen. We'll explore the growth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from its inception to present day and beyond and have a little fun along the way. You may not have asked for it. You certainly don't need it, but you'll be happy we're here. We think. This is yet another MCU podcast. Hey, welcome to another bonus episode of yet another MCU podcast. We are going to talk about the idea of Secret identities or no secret identities within the Marvel world, not also the comic, but also in yeah. What's the going MCU? on with the MCU? Right, right. right. Uh, I don't know where you want to kick off with this, but uh, I guess why don't you go with? No, what I want to I want to bring up is a quote from Kevin Feige back in 2013. He had told the news site Bleeding Cool, you know, the one common trope that we haven't done in the MCU is the secret identity thing. I thought that had been overplayed for a long time, which is why we had Tony Stark out himself at the end of the first movie. We were sort of announcing to the audience that we're not going to play that game. And, and Robert Downey Jr. had famously ad-libbed uh, I am Iron Man at the end of the first Iron Man movie. And it didn't just set the tone for the rest of the MCU. It allowed it to flourish. So that's where we are. Secret identities had been a huge part of comic books, superheroes since the dawn of superheroes True. since the beginning since the beginning of time and what they did in this one was they they cut that out right away and we had explored you know that that you know going back to the sam raimi spider-man movies you remember that much of the movie was peter dealing with the fact that he was spider-man but also was peter parker and he had to balance his life of being a superhero and being just a normal college student and really couldn't do it right and then in this day and age, it's very difficult to keep any kind of secret. Right. right. And so in the MCU, we have these characters that are not so much trying to hide who they are. They're celebrities. And I'm wondering, does that change the story for you? Does it make it more impactful? Does it make it more engaging than it would have if we had to deal with that dual identity thing? More? I think it makes it less relatable unless you're a celebrity. I mean, unless you're The Rock and you 
know like what it's like to be a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I don't think people that read these comics don't. I mean, I just think there's a relatability factor that yeah. that you lose. That's all. In terms of the comics, but even in the movies, but the movies is escapism, so it's a little bit different feel. I keep saying this, but like when movies start coming out, people people start going to movies. I don't want to see movies about quarantine. I don't want to see movies about the COVID nineteen pandemic. Right. I want to see super escapism movies. I want to well, see Mike's movies. saying he wants to see superhero movies. You know he's been trapped inside. Well, too no, long. I just because that movies are meant to take you to another place. It's not yes. meant to remind you why you're where you are. Yeah. So that's all. But yeah, go back to what you're saying. No, I, I mean that was it. Is you know, if I told you for years and years that Tony had pretended that Iron Man was his bodyguard or his bodyguard was Iron Man, sorry, would that like, would you have liked to see them pretend that Happy was the superhero for a couple, an extended But then he would be the celebrity. You're just changing yeah. the, you're just kind of putting it off on somebody else. Well, let me ask you this because you talked about in the, I want to, in the beginning of Iron Man, he says, I am at the end, excuse me, the end of Iron Man, he says, I am Iron Man. Why is everyone so quick to believe him? Why isn't nobody like, yeah, okay, pal, okay, prove it? Like, why is well, he was so reported quick? to be involved with in it? Yeah, yeah. But, but come on, prove um, it. Where is it? Where's the suit? But anyway, he could take the suit out because <laughs> <laughs> well, in the next movie he takes the suit out and he lands in Iron in the beginning of Iron Man two. Yeah, no, I know he walks up. Yeah. He walks. He lands on the stage in the suit. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, he. Um, but the, the funny thing while this was happening. Well, Iron Man had just, you know, Iron Man came out in May of 2008 and Tony's saying, yes, I am Iron Man. In July of 2008, do you remember when a movie came out? 2008. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Yes, I remember. Remember the plot of Dark Knight where they were dealing with Bruce sharing his identity? Yes. It was, you know, basically, oh God, I'm going to do the two halves of the same coin, but that's the two face <laughs> thing, damn it. Um, but that was, I mean, you were, that was the kind of pivot point for these two studios is dc went and hasn't really known what they've been doing for a long time and marvel has been marvel but i will say that the nolan dark knight trilogy i enjoy oh i absolutely yeah, enjoy it yeah. and i think it tells a concise story i was you know there's there's moments of dark knight rises that i'm a little miffed by Ooh, like what dark knight rises oh come on <laughs> it's not bad it's not great all right, fine. Anyway, but I mean, <laughs> this is where the then Nolan kind of Nolan had told his story, and then DC really hasn't known what to do. Yeah, well, that's since. true. That's and, true. And where with the Marvel ones, they've been superheroes. They've been you know celebrities, big figures, and there have been moments in each of the in in several of the films where Tony reveals who he is. And the second one, Tony, you know, again confirms that he's Iron Man, and now he's getting attacked because he is Tony Stark. He is Iron Man. Right. Which plays again into Iron Man 3. And then Incredible Hulk banner doesn't really hide. No. And then and everybody yeah. knows who he is anyway. Captain America, Thor is really just kind of... He's a god. Yeah. Hawkeye doesn't have an identity, never wears a mask. Right, at right. At the end of Civil... Uh, no, I'm sorry, at the end of Winter Soldier, Black Widow releases files to the government. Right. And, <sighs> and reveals identities and, and we, actions we, and everything. Right, right, right. And so, it, it you know, we never see... Iron Man trying to hide who he is from his friends and family. Right. We never see the Donald Blake piece of Thor, which is when, you know, he's a skinny, uh, injured doctor. And when he taps his magic stick, he turns into Thor. Ever since the beginning of comics. Yes. Hiding your identity has been a big thing. It's been the thing. Okay. 
why just just because to show the dichotomy between being a normal life and being a normal life right protecting your identity from those who might want to hurt you or your family mm -hmm. because of what you do to them in the costume and you know it's superman is clark kent he's a mild-mannered reporter you know nobody would assume that he is superman under the mask and superman i uh, i don't mean to cut you off no. but i always i think it's chasing amy where they have the idea they talk about how superman's his disguise is clark kent but yeah. he disguises himself as a bumbling idiot mm -hmm. and I, is that chasing amy i think so ben yeah. affleck's in it ben affleck's a bit as much as he like doesn't he pretends not to like know how important batman is yeah he's a he's a comic book oh like yeah. he's friends with kevin smith yeah he says he didn't know how big of a character batman is he owns the manor or he had owned the manor <laughs> the 1989 batman was filmed in oh in connecticut was it connecticut uh rhode island rhode island it's the northeast. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah it's in the northeast he owns that man he had owned that mansion before he sold it to kevin smith and he would say he doesn't know how important it is but back to yeah the secret identity is yes with superman clark kent is more his real persona than superman is when he's superman he's putting on an act oh see now i think he when he's clark kent he's putting on an act no, that's who he is. Like he's, you know, he doesn't. Oh, want that's to be... no. You're talking. You're talking in the comic. In the comics, yeah. See, I you're you talking. All I'm thinking about is Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking about. Now that might just date me, but like that's just what I'm thinking about. His goofy, doofy, you know, he tries, Lois? A, little bit, tries yeah. a little bit too much. Yeah, yeah. Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne is the secret identity. Like he's the mask. Batman is the person. Right. Okay. Um, but what you see in the Marvel universe is. I mean, we haven't had a lot to deal with is Spider-Man. You know, Peter is the same character in and out of the costume. Where in the comics, especially early on, Peter was a nerd. He was shy. He was kind of a loser. He was picked on. <laughs> then he put I'm the costume on. I'm laughing because, go ahead. I'm, I'm laughing no. because from, remember the Venom? Which one? The one. Oh, the new one. The new the... one. And like when Venom's talking to Tom Hardy, he was like, I was like you. I was a bit of a loser at my planet. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead. My mind races to all these different <laughs> movie quotes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so Peter's, Peter Parker's a loser. Yeah. So, but when he puts on the suit, he, you know, he's more of who he, he's more confident. He's more of who he is. And like he could, he, he cracks jokes when he's, he's fighting crime. He's a little bit more confident in doing what he's doing. Right. We never see that dichotomy with Peter Parker, really. I mean, we see it a little bit when he's nervous around the girl, right? In um, in well, both films, but we never really, yeah. never really see that in the MCU anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, he it's just basically he has the mask on. That's right. the difference. Yeah, yeah. Now you still hear him cracking, and, right? Yeah, and I, so I keep thinking of Civil War because that's where you first see him and right. it's just you know he's, he's a little saying the same stuff that he's, he's a saying. little infuriating yeah. but yeah and so he's saying the same stuff that he would say outside of the suit okay and so it, it loses a little bit of that that piece of it you know and, and so when we get to civil war and that's the next episode we're going to talk about so spoilers for that but the punch that it has when you know oh you have to register with the government it's not as important anymore mm -hmm. because the whole thing was in the comic books reveal your identity register with the government right for a lot of these guys the identity was their their thing they had protected that to the utmost power that they could so when they gave up that that was a big deal 
In so, this one, because there's no identities, nobody cares. So do you think that the choice to not have secret identities within the MCU in, in terms of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, do you think that that's, is it a negative or is it not as a positive as we think? I think it's not as a positive as we think. We've seen a lot of the stories already, the Raimi ones, the X-Men ones, the Fantastic Four, whatever. Um so we don't need a retread of those stories, but I'd like to see a little bit maybe gravitas towards that identity, right? That who you are, because you know when you look in the Spider-Man franchise, Aunt May knows. Aunt May never knew. Oh, this is for the new one. Yep. This is the yep. new one. Yep. Well, she finds out in the second one. Right. Right. No, she finds at out the end of the first one. At the end of the first one. Right. You're right. I'm because sorry. Because she is right there with him raising money at the beginning of the first. Right. One. right. You're right. You're right. Right. So May knows. Happy knows, Ned knows, MJ knows at the end of the second one. Right. Then Nick Fury knows, uh, Maria Hill knows, all of the Avengers for the most they part. They all know, know because he tells them. Vulture knows, Mysterio knows. I mean, that's going to get out. And then it gets out at the end of the movie. But it's but, not as important when we get to the end of Spider-Man Far From Home when it gets revealed. Because right. you're like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Like, everybody knew who Iron Man was. Everybody knew yeah. who, you know, they know Thor is a god. Everybody knows who Steve Rogers and Captain America is. You know, it's not a big deal. So, yeah. I I, I wonder, do you miss out on some... Because I wonder if he didn't reveal himself in the first one in Iron Man. Yeah. I wonder what's the... What's the story for iron man 2 i mean you know what i mean like i wonder yeah. how do you i don't know. They say it was ad-lib like that was you know tony Stark. that was they Robert never Downey. were going to reveal it and he just said let me reveal it and they were like yeah go for it yeah really that's the story is that it was ad-lib so how do you go like they didn't obviously have a big so, plan so, after that so they had the exactly. incredible hole coming out so before iron man they put iron man together there was no talk about and then he keeps his secret identity i don't know interesting that's interesting. Yeah. I, I, when you kept saying it was ad-libbed, I'm like, all right, so he just ad-libbed the line. I didn't think the whole uh, notion of revealing yourself was ad-libbed. Uh, how I understand it, it was. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's just interesting. And so, you know, you. I think they just ran with it. Once it happened, they're like, well, wait a minute, we could use this. You're right. We've seen these superhero things. Tropes happen right. more and more. But I, I think you miss a little bit, and maybe with characters they bring into the Disney Plus shows. So they're they're bringing in the, there's talks that they're bringing in Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a, a Kamala Khan, a young Muslim girl, teenager. See, that's gonna confuse me with Captain Marvel. I know it's different, right? Yes, but it's gonna confuse me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. So, but you know, she could have her identity. Like that could be a, that could be part of her story that she's keeping her secret identity. Maybe that'll bring back some of these tropes, yeah. And they could play on it that way. But I, I, you know, it just seems something that they they threw out very early, and they just you know threw it in the garbage very early, and, and have a hard have had a hard time you know building up the importance of it since. Well, to the point, in, to that point in Civil War, you have Black Panther, and he's just kind of like, oh yeah, it's me. Yeah. Like he doesn't try to get away at the when at the no. chase and it and it's almost like there's no reaction. It's just like, yeah, all right. No, it's, it's, it's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, hello, your highness. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. you, so you like cats. Like those are the two reactions yeah. to Black Panther reveal. You don't even bother to do anything like that. No. And the whole idea that Wakanda's supposed to be a secretive uh nation and then nation. all of a sudden you get a superhero yeah. out of it. Yeah. I wonder if you lose. 
something there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode is, you know, how this lack of super identities maybe impacts the Marvel universe and you know what it can mean going forward, because now we have a whole, you know, we don't like to speculate, don't like to do rumors on what is happening in the next. Do it. I got no rumors. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Sorry, I'm coughing. Go ahead. But it's just one thing that maybe they, they revisit. Now that we're getting a new brand, like a new you, branch of superheroes so, coming in. Well, tell me, well, let's talk about what's coming out, what's coming up, because I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the new movies coming out. Like uh, the Eternals, only ones. I don't know anything about Shang-Chi. Uh, these people have secret identities. Like, what's the deal here? Not really. So, so no, I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happens after this. I don't know what's on tap after. Okay. Um, uh, they're probably not. They're probably just yeah, going to keep probably going. just do the same thing that they've been doing. I mean, I mean you're not even going to have secret identities in, ter- in terms of the um, the MCU movies that take place within the space, like right. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, you Thor. never needed that. You don't, know, you don't have any of that stuff. Um, they do kind of do something. I mean, would you equate the... Uh, at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home, Sam Jackson and is revealed to be... Uh, what's Scroll. That? Yeah. Does that count as a secret? I, that's yeah, kind of like so. that's like that's kind of like a secret thing where that nobody else knows. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Nick Fury knows. Yeah, so he sent him down there. So it was a weird. It was a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. Maria uh, Hill is one too, right? Yes, yes. Because yep. she's. Ah, I can't. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I guess the closest that we've gotten in, in a branch of the MCU or Marvel Studios or shows that we haven't explored yet is Daredevil. True. Is the the Netflix shows. Um, not so much Luke Cage, like you learn pretty quickly. That yeah, he, you know he never tries to or cover Iron his Fist or Jessica I Jones. Mean, yeah, yeah, Danny Rand. In case you haven't known, he's the immortal Iron Fist. Uh, <sighs> so bad. I mean, Jessica Jones is Jessica Jones. She doesn't give, you know, she doesn't care. Yeah. But Daredevil, for at least the first, you know, what? season for season and a half, he's hiding as identity from you know the two from people, the people that he know. Yeah, two two people that oh, you know. Man, I hate it. I watch. I hate cares. Iron Fist. Oh, Iron Fist is bad. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, and you get to see that because Daredevil again, it's it's a big part of who he is, right? As a character, you know, he's blind, Matt Murdock, and you know, he's been accused of being Daredevil on a number of occasions, and his excuses either, you know, I'm I'm blind. How could I yeah. do all that stuff? Yeah. Obviously, we know he has heightened senses and heightened abilities. Um, the other piece is, you know, he would say his identical twin brother, Matt Murdock. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike Murdoch. Uh, yeah, he is Matt Murdoch. I, I, I heard that. Come his on, brother <laughs> Mike Murdoch, you know, was running around or was G- the person who could see and 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 do things. And it was just like, you know, that that was early '60s, '70s comic books trying to get around some of these tropes. And yeah. you know, it, it's you know, it, it's hard with with some of it because you lose that piece of the superhero trope. Right. Right. And, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I, think, I mean, it's just it's just a different way to tell the story, yeah. and it just takes you down a different path. Whether yeah. that's bad or good, I think it doesn't matter. It's just no. you just tell your good tell the story well. So yeah, all right, sweet. Um, this is a nice short one, Pat. I like it. I like I like yeah. the short bonus episode. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's it. I got nothing. Bye. Yeah. All right. Remember to <laughs> no recommended reading. No. Ah oh, man, no, no, no. you're really disappointed. Sorry. All right. I mean, you want recommended reading? Go read comic books where there are superhero identities. It's a little, uh, a little um, snotty pet, but all right. 
Uh, go read <laughs> Super Gods by Grant Morrison. Hey, all right. There you got go. it there. Uh, yeah. Forced recommended reading. Go check out Super Gods by Grant Morrison. And then please remember to uh, download us wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, uh, and leave us some notes in the comments if you think we missed anything. Uh, which we usually do. And we'll see you next week. Take care.